Support for the Rated JG podcast is brought to you by Accent Sledge Supplements. I have personally been using Accent Sledge Supplements for over a year now, and I love them. And I'm not telling y'all anything other than the truth because I promise you that I would never join with a company that I don't support. This company is all about being upfront and honest about their products and the ingredients inside of them. The company is ran by former IFBB professional bodybuilder Seth Ferrosi, who decided back in 2018 that he was tired of working for companies that took shortcuts and used subpar ingredients in their supplements. So, he started Accent Sledge. Every single product on the Accent Sledge lineup has patented ingredients that have been through rigorous testing to ensure quality and consistency. They offer everything from stimulant-based pre-workouts, non-stimulant-based pre-workouts, grass-fed whey protein, vegan protein, sleep aids, joint and muscle recovery products, and even amino acids. So stop settling for anything less than the best. Use my discount code, JGill10, at checkout for 10% off of all your orders. Welcome to the Rated JG Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gilly. Thank you all for tuning in. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Uh, This is actually a milestone episode for me. Believe it or not, we've made it all the way to 50 episodes, which is which is crazy. You know, this whole thing started and still is uh, just a, a hobby of mine. You know, nothing crazy. This is just something I want to do for fun. I, I've always been intrigued by audio and video and things of that nature, and it's it's kind of cool to see this show grow and progress into what it is today. And I have nobody else to thank for that other than all of you. So. Y'all are awesome. I mean, I uh, I just want to thank all the listeners, the supporters, uh, anybody that's ever bought any of my merch, um, all of my sponsorships that I've had thus far. Um, the YFB Network, you know, I'm part of a podcast network. Those guys are great. Um, Brian Little, Russell Brown, um, there's a couple of other ones on there, just people that have supported and spread the word about Rated JG. It's, it's awesome to just to see how much progress has been made over a little over a year that I've been doing this. So just thank you guys very much. Um, it's 50 episodes in and no, no stop in sight. Uh, but all that being said, I do have some new merch available. If you're watching the video, you can see the, uh, the new hoodies are in, um, super soft, very lightweight, but, um, I just really, I've taken a liking to that recently, you know, like I'm, I'm the kind of dude that, doesn't really like to go shopping or anything like that. I pretty much wear concert t-shirts and sports memorabilia, and that's about it. So I figured why not make some cool stuff that I would like to wear. And y'all responded well to it, so um, I definitely appreciate all that. Go to ratedjgpodcast.com backslash merch to see all of our new stuff. Um, I actually, probably my most proud moment was my most recent uh, design that I made. I've been blasting it all over the Rated JG Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Uh, it's the post-game beers shirt. Um, and if y'all have any idea what I'm talking about, if you don't, I'll explain. So um, it's no secret I'm a massive Dallas Stars fan, hence all the 
victory green and black everywhere. Um, all my social media posts, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be flooding y'all with those. Like, I mean, they're, it's the Stanley cup finals. So gotta be all over that. But, um, for those of you that don't know, a picture went viral about probably about a month ago where, or maybe, maybe a little less, but Dallas was playing the, um, Colorado avalanche in the second round of the playoffs and game seven rolls around. And in the locker room, there is a, a, a black, like a, a whiteboard, like a dry erase board. And it's used for like motivation before the game. You know, you see things written on there like, Oh, teamwork makes the dream work. Never give up. Yada, yada, yada. Well, <laughs> before game seven, they said to hell with all that, and their their whiteboard had three check boxes, and it said Red Bull, fucking win, post game beers, and it had check marks next to all of them. So I thought that was hilarious. I feel like that captures the charisma and just the the attitude of this team. You know, they're just the camaraderies there, and I love these guys. So I kind of made a spin on that, and I put it on a, a rated JG shirt. So go cop one of those. Go rock it. Tag me in it. Love it. Support your boy. So anyways, all that aside, um, I wanted to also, before we jump into today's episode, which is going to be kind of heavily, I say kind of heavily, it's going to be really heavily based around sports, more specifically, probably two out of my three favorite sports hockey and UFC. Um, so that's what, that's going to be kind of what we're diving into today. But I wanted to stop before I said that. Um, I try to be cognizant of all the new subscribers and new uh, listeners and downloaders that I have across all platforms. And they're coming in frequently, which is great. You know, I'm super thankful. But I always want to kind of backtrack because the last episode that we did, episode 49, was about mental health. And those, if you've been a supporter of me for a while, those episodes that I do with my wife, they're very near and dear to my heart. They are uh, something I think is very necessary. And I have been so blessed and so lucky that to have an audience that listens and reaches out and interacts with me. So these episodes that we do, they are very few and far between. We've only done five ever. And the response we get from those is insane. So I just wanted to take a minute and say, you know, thank y'all so much. This past episode was no different. The, the overwhelming response is so cool. Um, we don't ever claim to give advice. We don't ever claim to be professionals. It's just talking, you know, just, just kind of doing whatever we can to end the stigma, doing whatever we can to make a taboo topic, not taboo, normalize it, just talk about it, guys and girls alike. So what I'm getting at is if you happen to stumble upon Rated JG and you've heard that last episode, that was your first episode, that is not all what I'm about. Um, we This platform, um, the name Rated JG, is actually like kind of like a, I guess like a, just a play on words in a sense. Like if you've ever seen a movie or a TV show, like in the top right corner, you see TVMA or Rated R, Rated PG-13. Well, those things kind of give you an indication of what to expect on a show, you know. Rated JG, which are my initials, you know, Justin Gilly, the the thought process behind naming this podcast that was, I'm not going to follow guidelines. I'm going to do what I want to do. I am going to talk about what I want to talk about. And 
I'm very proud of that. I've, I, I, if you look at the track history of these 50 episodes, they're all over the place. I mean, it's eclectic to say the least, but rated JG means that we do things the way that we want. Like I'm, I'm some days we're talking mental health and we're serious. Next day I'm getting drunk watching a UFC fight and live streaming it on Facebook. The next day we're talking about music with one of my best friends. The next day I'm interviewing a a personal trainer buddy of mine. The next day I have my wife on here and we're talking about life and whether we like pizza rolls or bagel bites more than the other. Like, I mean, this is just like a diary, man. This is an outlet. This is positivity through and through. And I think that that message that I've been trying to convey that, you know, do your own thing, be your own person, just live life the way that you want to live it. I think that that message I've been trying to get across on mine and has been received very well from y'all. So that's what Rated JG is in a nutshell. If you're new here, welcome. I hope you enjoy your time here. If not, I totally get it. This is kind of a off the wall type thing, but this is just a grab bag, man. This is, this is very, it's, um, all over the place. It's, uh, there it's organized chaos, I guess you could say, uh, because some days, like I said, you know, we're, we're on the left side of the spectrum and sometimes, sometimes we're on the right, but I can guarantee you whenever you pop in here, you're going to get some kind of content that's positive. And I'm constantly trying to do a better job as the host. I'm constantly trying to do a better job as, um, a content provider. I'm learning new things. I'm trying video. I'm I'm trying to make my microphone sound better. I've I've soundproofed my room. I, all this stuff that I'm doing is because of the response I've been getting to you from you. And if I have any kind of monetary gain from this passive income which I have, which is insane, all that stuff goes right back into the production of this. Like I mean, this is super cool and it's a hobby, but it's also one that's been very beneficial to me on a lot of different avenues. So thank y'all very much. Um, all the reviews that you leave, all that, all the subscriptions, all the downloads, all the shares, I see all of that, and y'all have no idea how much that helps. So thank you, each and every one of you, very much. All that aside, let's get into the topic at hand today, which is my freaking Dallas Stars. Oh my God, it's the Stanley Cup Finals. We're here, it's the real deal, we are at the pinnacle of hockey. This is, it doesn't get any better than this. It's us and Tampa Bay, which is like the David versus Goliath story if I've ever seen one, and it does suck that nobody gives us any credit, nobody thinks that the Stars have a chance in hell at winning this thing. I do. Um, it's one-to-one. I haven't made a podcast since the Vegas series. We, we uh, It's Tuesday, September the 22nd right now when I'm when I'm recording this, but Last night, the Stars lost their game two of the series, so it's it's evened up one to one. But if we backtrack to game one, man, holy crap, they came out of the gates guns blazing, and I was fired up about it. There's a lot of people that were at the bar that I was at that probably have bad memories of me because I was screaming my head off, and it was just. Uh, but I had my wife there with me. Shout out Casey, she was being an idiot with me. <laughs> but uh, the the game one came out. I mean, the Stars are notorious for falling behind as is Tampa Bay, but but if you're a Stars fan, you know, we're always playing from behind, and man, they came out and were not having it. We were getting production from everywhere. I mean, people that you wouldn't even dream of getting production from. Jamie Alexiak scores. Taylor Fadun, or not, excuse me, not Taylor Fadun, uh, Joel Hanley scores. That's, I think he has like one goal ever, or that might have been his first goal ever. Kiviranta scores again. Rope Hintz scores. I mean, these are 
production from every line, production from defensemen, from wingers, from centermen, from rookies, from veterans, from everywhere. I love it. That's what you need in a playoff run. All the meanwhile, we got a freaking backup goalie back there that is stealing the hearts of everybody in the Metroplex because Anton Hadobin, I can't even talk today, damn. Anton Hadobin has become a staple of Dallas sports. He's probably the most beloved sports character in Dallas at, at the current moment. But anyways, like I said, he's a backup goalie. And we're going up against a freaking juggernaut of a team. I mean, if you look at Tampa's depth like roster dude they they have like an all-star team Nikita Kucherov Steven Stamkos even though he's he's not playing right now but like Steven Stamkos Nikita Kucherov Braden Point freaking Vasilevsky I mean these guys are nuts nuts and they're so good and they're so consistent they actually were my pick to win the cup last year they didn't win it because it was a weird wild card thing. I don't know. Look up last year's playoffs. You'll see what I'm talking about. And I did pick them to win it this year again. Totally changed my mind halfway through the season because I'm a Stars fan through and through. But like you look at the at Tampa Bay on paper, man, and they're just they're just stacked. And they came out last night after our one, you know, after our game one win, they came out and they smacked us in the mouth last night too. Um, a lot of it was our own doing. We can't stay out of the penalty box, which, you know, you can't win a game whenever it's you're playing five on four hockey the whole time. But even last night in our loss, we lose by one. We were down three to nothing in the first period. And we came back and lost three to two. And it was an ugly game. It was ugly, but it was like a t- almost a testament to how the stars are. They're scrappy. They don't give up. Like I said, they, they come back. They come from behind often. And last night was no exception. It ended up, you know, Three to two. There's there's five seconds left. We win a face off in their zone, and Klingberg had a shot and he just whiffed on it. But I mean, like we put ourselves in a position to at least work back. We didn't give up. We didn't lay over and die. And this is a it's a clean slate now, one to one. So we got to put our big boy pants on and and get after it. And I have some points that I wanted to go over here for. It doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or if you are a diehard. If you're a Stars fan or if you want to be into Stars hockey, I feel like these are my little bullet points you need to know, my cliff notes for the hot, for the uh, Stanley Cup final. Number one, Tyler Sagan. Number 91, alternate captain. Tatted up, ladies' man, everybody. Oh, Tyler Sagan, blah, blah, blah. Look, I love me some Tyler Sagan. I have a Tyler Swagan. Good God, I am butchering the English language right now. I have a Tyler Sagan sweater. That's actually the first star sweater I've ever bought was a Tyler Sagan one. Love the guy. But if you've been a fan for five, six, seven years, Sagan has dropped off this year. I mean, especially in the playoffs, his his production has been abysmal. I mean, this is the same guy that's we're used to seeing rip one-timers from the point at 100-plus miles an hour. Now he can't even, he's just, he just looks different. I don't know if he's in his own head or what. But, you know, last night he looked a little better, threw some shots on net. I'll take that all day. But he needs to find the back of the net because this is this is one of our guys. This is one of the premier players in hockey and definitely one of the premier players on this team, and he needs to start playing like that because he makes entirely too much money and he eats up to entirely too much ice time to not be doing any kind of production. So that being said, 91 
clean slate. You're good, bud. Wake up. Now's the time. Number two, Dobby is the most underrated player in the NHL. Not even on the Stars, not even in the Western Conference. In the NHL, Anton Hadobin is the most underrated player. And there is a couple things that this dude needs. Number one, he needs respect because he's the man. He's been a journeyman his whole career. He's played for like 20 different teams. He's always been a backup. He needs that respect, and he needs to know he's not our backup. That dude's our starter now. Like, he is the man. That get, he, 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 I think if Bishop was healthy, I still think Dobby would be getting the nod every night because he deserves it. He's a lot of the reason we're even here. But anyways, those two things. And most importantly, he needs to get freaking paid. Get paid this offseason. Free agent. Go get your money, Dobby, because you deserve it. And I hope that Jim, Jim Nill and all of our freaking front office, I hope we're the ones that cut you that check because I am a dude. Anton Hadobin is the man, and I hope that we get him locked down because, like I said, he's been a journeyman, but I hope this is becoming his home because he loves it here, and he's going to get a, a hero's welcome whenever all this freaking COVID crap is over. But anyways, that's number two. Number three is Miro Haskinen, Rope Hintz, Yoel Kiviranta. These youngsters have Midas's touch. Everything they touch turns to gold, and they need to keep it up because I think that, and myself included, there's a lot of pressure and a lot of expectation on these young guns. And some of them, it's hard to realize that they're. And you could throw Denis Gurionov in there as well. He's just kind of blown up this season. But, like, it's hard to remind yourself that Miro can't even buy a beer. That Kiviranta's played 11 games in the NHL, I think. May, don't quote me on that. I think it's like 11 before this playoff series. That Rope Hintz, this is his, like, second season and he without injuries or whatever. Gurionov is a rookie, but he rips a 110-mile-an-hour one-timer to send us past Vegas. Like, this is... These guys are just big, young guns that have made such an impact on this team. They need to realize that they don't have to do it by themselves. And that being said, keep it up. Like, keep playing your game. Don't don't overanalyze. Don't, you know, skate into the zone and start second-guessing yourself because, oh, well, I had a hat trick last game. Now I've got to get another one. Like, just play your game. Just be young, be scrappy, be feisty, because we have veteran presence on this team that will feed off of that. I can assure you that. So those youngsters, keep it up, but just ask for help when you need it and make sure that you realize you don't have to do everything by yourself. But hey, I'll take the production. Next, Joel Pavelski. Joe Pavelski, Captain America, number 16, the like... When you think of U.S. born hockey players, he's got to be in the top five of everybody's list. Like, he's been in the league forever, plays the game the right way. He doesn't even get a lot of credit. Um, he doesn't fit into our big three. And, you know, he's not Ben Sagan or Radulov here, but Pavelski has had an insane amount of production this postseason. I mean, he's been he's been outstanding in every way, shape, form, and fashion. And we need him to continue to do that. He even. You know, if it's not if it's not putting up 
goals or points. It's it's his plus minus rating. It's his face off wins at crucial times. It's you know just penalty killing. Like he's just he's he's the man. And those are the kind of people that I'm talking about that need to continue that play because him continuing to be steady as a veteran makes those youngsters want to perform, makes them want to live up to that expectation, which leads me into my next one, which is El Capitan, Jamie Benn. Holy shit, where is this Jamie Benn been? <laughs> Jamie Benn Ben. He is playing like he does like he has that Captain C tattooed on him right now. Like he is he's playing like the Jamie Benn of old. He's playing the way that a captain is supposed to play when it's crunch time. He's playing like a captain that wants to go get that cup. He's playing like a leader. If it doesn't matter what he does, when Jamie is skating to the and giving the effort that we've been seeing, everyone on this team benefits. We can be down five to nothing and with two minutes left. If Jamie Ben is still skating hard and tries to put a hit on somebody and, you know, just starts, I don't know, roughing people up, watch our bench. Watch the people on the ice. Watch Rick Bonus. Everyone. Jamie is the catalyst. He is the, when he plays good, everyone follows suit, which is exactly what you want from a captain. He needs that positivity. He needs that. He needs to set that precedent, that, that example for everyone else. Because whenever he plays, the Dallas Stars are a different team. Whenever he's on, we are a different team. He takes over games. And that's a, that's a huge, huge thing in my book is him playing like the captain that I know he can be. And the last thing I've got is Ben Bishop. Just stay where you are. <laughs> Quit doing anything. Just just hang out there, bud. We'll see you next season, I guess. Because I don't. Even, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. But you ain't the starter right now. And Jake Ottinger can hang out back there too. That's fine. But Ben, you just go go over there and just be six foot seven on the bench, okay? And uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll see where this series goes from here. But anyways, that's one of my one of my big things of this uh, New Year's was I I said at the beginning of the year jokingly but kind of serious. I want to make all of my friends UFC fans and hockey fans, and I pretty much succeeding in that as of late. Uh, I know a lot of my friends were already hockey fans and UFC fans, but if not. I'm bringing them in here kicking and screaming. I'm forcefully making them watch these games and stuff, and they're loving it. So that's a huge thing. I'm being a selfish ass, but I got to have my friends on the same page as me. So um, they're all slowly but surely understanding it, and I hope that this is going to be the year where what a better way to kind of get everybody on on your side and then, then performing at the highest level and winning the Cup. So I hope that Dallas figures out a way to pull out You know the next – would it be best three, three more? So best of seven, and that'd be great. I called it stars and five. I put it in writing on Facebook, so I ho- hopefully they'll prove me right. But um, moving on to this weekend, I'm not going to get too much into it because selfishly and honestly kind of like I kind of feel bad because I'm usually like super into the other sports and like all my buddies that I talk to about it. I'm kind of been so far up hockey's butt, like I'm I'm losing touch with my other stuff. Like I couldn't tell you anything about the Rangers right now, and that's that's not me being a fair weather fan. That's me being a fan that doesn't 
I haven't even seen the new stadium. I don't know half the players on the team. It's a short season. They've extended the playoffs. I'm just like, it doesn't even feel like baseball. You know, it doesn't, it's just rough. But UFC has probably put on the most consistently good product throughout the entire COVID shit. So I have said it on here many times. I've done live streams. I've done full-on UFC breakdowns. I know that that's not everybody's thing, but that that's my thing. And this weekend, we've got a huge fight. Um, kind of a crappy UFC card other than the, the co-main and the main event. So the co-main event is Dominic Reyes and Jan Blahovich. Um, and the reason that this is such a big deal is it's literally monumental in the sense that it is for the interim title for the light heavyweight championship. And that sounds weird even coming out of my mouth because when you think light heavyweight championship, you think John Jones. For the past 10 years, you've thought John Jones. John Jones is the light heavyweight division. John Jones is UFC. John Jones is mixed martial arts. And this belt is not going to be wrapped around his waist anymore. So Dominic Reyes, I mean, if anybody's deserving of being there, it's him. I mean, he almost beat John. but um, And that's coming from a John fan. And then you've got Jan Blahovich, you know, Mr. Polish Power over here, who's the, kind of the complete opposite of Dom. Like Dominic is kind of, he, he's he's more of a mixed martial artist. He's going to kickbox you. He's got great takedown defense. Jan's going to kind of stand and bang with you. He's kind of like an old school, like boxer slash kickboxer, just great stand up. So that's going to be a fun one to watch. Like if you're a quote casual fan, this is a good card because the co-main and main event, I pretty much think is going to be a stand and bang and just who see who falls first. So there's that little historic event that's going to happen, this co-main event. But then it comes into the main event and Stylebender and Paulo Costa. So Paulo Costa and Stylebender, obviously they don't really like each other. I don't think that it's like a personal thing. I think it's just kind of, it's been so long in the making. Paulo Costa has been off the, like, I don't think he's been eligible to fight for like six months because he had that surgery on his bicep. But this has been a long time coming, easily a year. So this is a, this is going to be a clash of styles. And you've got Stylebender, Israel Adesanya, who's Mr. Point and Aim and uh, Point, Aim, Fire, and Snipe. And nine times out of ten, he's freaking nailing his mark. Then you've got Paulo Costa, who's just a flurry of just volume, 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 punching all. I mean, you can't catch your breath. And I think that, the, and he also has the kind of, style that's very much give a punch or excuse me take a punch to give a punch you don't take punches with style bender because he'll pinpoint it on your chin and next thing you know you're face down on the canvas so it'll be cool but he is if you look at these guys stature and their builds it's a greek god who looks like he's cray or carved out of granite versus a string bean but that doesn't mean anything in this sport i mean these guys are I, I, I'm just I'm very excited to see the outcome of this. I'm gonna put my money on Stylebender because I think that he's the epitome of a champion, and I think that he's what that middleweight division needed and needs. Um, and that's coming from a Darren Till fan because I can't wait to see Darren Till and Stylebender fight one day. It's gonna happen. But right now, this is a great fight. It's been a long buildup. So if you're not a if you're not a huge UFC fan, that's cool. I totally get it. 
but you need to find a friend that is because this will be one that's fun to watch. I guarantee you we're going to see some highlights on ESPN on Sunday whenever this is all said and done. But good things coming in the sports world, man. So stars, I gave you my breakdown a little bit there, and I'll be watching intently every single game. UFC this Saturday. Tune in. It'll be worth your time. And um, once again, man, just thank you all so much for supporting. Um, If you... If you can, I know you hear this all the time on any kind of social media platform, but if you could take the time to like, subscribe, leave a a review, if you leave a five-star review or whatever on any platform, like that really helps me out. It takes you two seconds and it it benefits me big time. Um, If if you could find it uh, wherever you're at to do that, that's, I would very much appreciate it. I appreciate all the support thus far. You guys are freaking awesome. And remember... As long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking.